what do you do if you are in a situation where you're a senior leader, leader of leaders, and your team is constantly looking to you for direction, whether it be validation of a decision or uh, just to bounce ideas off, whatever that might look like. Well, here's the answer to that. So what started this was I did a, a seminar on my delegation decoder and link should be below to download that free, uh, free resource for you. Uh, spent an hour going through the different steps of how to delegate and so on and so forth. And really the common theme was how do you empower your team or teams of teams to act autonomously, uh, meet outcomes, exceed deadlines, or, or exceed KPIs and OKRs and beat deadlines, all of those kinds of things. So in the Q&A after, an individual uh, asked a really good question. So, well, this is all great, but my team, anytime there's a decision to be made or they announce it, they look at me and say, hey, is that okay, boss? It's a great question because this individual, from what I can tell, seems to be a pretty uh, pretty supportive leader and pretty easygoing and not a hard ass, at least from what I could gather. So it was a great question. So I answered it in a few different, with a few different things, but, uh, and I'll just add to that here, because I think it's a very common problem when we talk about delegation, where we would love not to be doing all of the work, but maybe our team just isn't ready for it. So a couple things. One is anytime you are being bombarded with a bunch of questions or uh, looking to, uh, to uh, approve something, whatever that is, ask yourself a couple of questions. And, and this, this premise is all based on the fact that leadership really starts with you always. The team, how it communicates with you, starts with you. How a team decides to impart bad news, or if they don't, that starts with you. So all of this is, is wrapped around that, that lens of leadership really starts with you. So a question I ask and, and advise folks to ask is, one, did this individual or does this individual have the authority to make the decision? Do they have the authority? And in terms of authority, that can be formal. So maybe that's a spending limit for that particular level of the organization. Maybe it's job description. Maybe it's a labor relations, like a, an agreement or something like that. So do they have the authority? And within that, did you give them the authority to act on that and make the decision? If the answer is yes, then it's probably something else that's going on there. And it's a comfort. Does that individual have the comfort making the decision that uh, is being required? And that comfort really comes down to psychological safety. And that's now going back to you as a leader. You provide that psychological safety. Yes, there's a whole bunch of other elements, but I'm talking to you, leaders. So does that individual have the comfort? Do they have the safety to make that decision? And if the answer is no, which frankly it probably is because they wouldn't be asking you in the first place, then that is a coaching and a mentoring opportunity there. So now you've eliminated K 
can they make that decision? Formally, yes, it's comfort. All right, so now a little bit more to unpack. So that's where you go into, all right, so what have I done as a leader to create safety and clarity for this individual? Have I set clear expectations for the outcome? And that's a big part of delegation is doing an end state, leader's intent and, and agreements and things like that. So have I created clarity in what the outcome needs to be? All right, perfect. That eliminates that. Have I given that individual the support required during this process? And that support could be the proper training, the proper resources, the proper mentorship, whatever that might look like. Have I done that? What is this individual's kind of disposition? Is it a lack of confidence in general? And now I'm not saying these issues will be easy to solve, but it starts with you. And so really viewing with interest and curiosity. So what is driving the behavior? That's really what we're talking about here as leaders. What is driving the behavior? Not, why are they always talking to me? Why are they looking to me for approval? Why are they this? Why are they that? So then what you can start to do, once you start to unravel this, is really start to fix it, right? So you have tried to diagnose the problem. Now you can try to fix it. So one of the ways you can do it is by looking at how you show up in meetings. Are you sitting at the head of the table? Are you sitting in a corner? Are you sitting in the middle? What's your body language? Are you the type of person that has folded arms all the time? If they do look to you for approval, what is your reaction? What do you say? Do you say, yeah, looks good, but make sure we do this? Or, yeah, yeah, that'll work. Or, you know what, I've got nothing to say and then you follow that up with 10 minutes of a diatribe, right? So those are some things, again, looking at, at your own behaviors. So what are you doing when they ask you those questions? What's your reaction? There also could be some larger cultural aspects to it as well. I just spent a bunch of time in the Middle East and I'm not discounting what that looks like. Um, so it's a little bit windy here, so just turn it around. So I'm not discounting what that looks like, right? There are all sorts of socioeconomic and, and uh, political and cultural kinds of challenges that, that are sometimes being faced uh, in the workplace. Totally get it. So those are some things. And then I advise to this individual, sometimes leadership isn't about nuance. It's not about nuance. It's not about uh, being subtle. So I recommended this individual address it head on. Hey folks, I'm concerned that you are looking to me for approval to make decisions. The effect of that is that it's disempowering to you. It makes me really, really busy and it goes against the values of the organization of empowerment or whatever that looks like. So what you've done there is you've done the B method, you've done the behavior. So what is the behavior? You address that. What is the emotion that you're feeling? That's the concern. And what is the effect? So it's, um, you know, disempowering. It's making me really busy. All of those, those kinds of kind of things around that. So address it just like that. You can address it in the room. 
you can address it in one-on-ones and start to change that culture. But here's the catch, folks. Here's the catch. Sometimes you will have an opinion. If you're like me, you have an opinion on an awful lot of things. I would caution you not to jump in all the time. You're, you're talking about changing behavior. So as a result, be very aware if they say, hey boss, like what do you think? Be very aware of your body language, be very aware of your, your propensity or your desire to help and jump in, and go into that diatribe. I'd recommend saying, hey, you know what? You're empowered to make the decision. You've done all the legwork. I trust you and I support you 100%. Start there, start there. Start changing that culture. And then you'll start to create that psychological safety so individuals will stop coming to you as often as they do, looking for approval. And then that will in turn free you up to do the mentorship and the coaching. And so making sure that you're following up and supporting individuals, because you also don't want to give the impression that, hey, you know what, I'm out, I'm out. I don't care, do what you want, because that's not right either. So doing that softer approach around that iMessage and following up with, hey, I support you, I trust you. You've been empowered to make the decision. I've asked you to do that and leave it at that. So hopefully that's helpful. You know, there, there's a whole bunch of other things that go into leadership presence, and that's uh, another aspect of it is, is, again, I alluded to how do you show up in meetings? How do you show up in conversations? What's the tone of voice? All sorts of things there. But um, essentially, we talk a lot about that in, uh, in our executive program around leadership presence and, and your energy and all of those little nuances I, I kind of glossed over earlier about positioning in the room and and the energy that you bring into a room, all sorts of, of elements like that. Are, are you a stress case? Are you totally hands off? Uh, you, are you overbearing? Are you bombastic? Are you super quiet? And there's a right time and a, and a maybe wrong time for all of those approaches, but that's really what we're talking about here is, is how are you showing up as a leader? And key premise, it always starts with you. This this issue around team behavior and so on and so forth, there's a reason that they're doing what they're doing. And if you want to diagnose the problem, first figure out what is driving that behavior and then what ownership do you have in that behavior? Because I can promise you if that's what's happening, you are part of the problem, but the empowering part, the good part is you can be part of the solution. So hopefully that helps.